This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of our fundraising series. This is Ronan with you, and with me is Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Ronan. How are you going? Yeah, very, very good. Hey, this is exciting. We've got through a massive list in past uh, episodes of the series with yep. heaps of different ways to fundraise. Pretty exciting so far. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, just had a look at the the amount of ideas that we've put out in this series, um, yep. and we're we're getting to perhaps what what we would describe as the end of the series. But we've still got a couple more ideas that we'd like to uh, throw out there for students to be able to use, um, and and yep. we normally put them into categories don't we we've had uh yeah let, let um, me whip through the categories I've, yeah uh, stuff to sell uh we did an episode on themed days an episode on physical and active ideas um how we can help without giving money to charities major gatherings creative expression longer campaigns working with local businesses uh getting the teachers involved that like cool. that one um yep. s- yeah, so some people might say surely the list is complete but we say no there is more don't we yeah, we've got a couple more ideas that uh, I'm, I'm excited about in this, uh, this topic of the uh, Fundraising Ideas Student Leadership News Podcast. And we've called this episode Other Random Ideas, meaning ideas we like, too good to not use in this uh, series, but didn't fit actually into any of the categories that we've been doing so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want me to, so, you want me to uh, kick us so off? Def- definitely not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, just let's be clear. This, these are not second-rate ideas. These are not like Mr. <laughs> Cut. And <laughs> this is still these are this is, if anything, the opposite. These are too good. They just didn't happen to fit the stereotype of the other episodes in the series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing absolutely. wrong with an outlier. Uh, yeah, now give us an idea, Andy. Give us an idea. How are we going to fundraise? Tell us. Okay, now uh, something that uh, I used to love as a kid, um, and this perhaps maybe showing my age. Uh, Play school. <laughs> no, no, no. Tiny we teddies. Nowadays, you've got uh, you've got uh, mobile phones which control Puddles. almost everything, right? And they are no, not uh, not those things. This is this is a fundraising idea. I'm going to go into get oh, to okay, it. But I'm going. setting it up. I'm setting it up. Yeah. And uh, the uh, we have phones, and phones used to be just to uh, call someone. But now you can take pictures with phones, you can take videos with phones. All your music is stored on phones or streamed uh, straight down to your phone. And that's how you run it. But uh, growing up, you go down to the local cafe or something. And in the corner, the cool ones, the cool cafes would have a jukebox. Do you remember what a jukebox was? Yeah, there was two types of electrical devices that would appliances that would sit in the corner of these places. One was like a video game machine that only had one video game on it, like no changing yeah, or, games, just or a pinball one. machine. Or oh, yeah, true, true. Or the other thing was the music player, and I don't know if I use it much, but like it had a list of songs. You'd press the buttons and like scroll the list, and then you had to put in money to so that your song would play. Yes. It's like yes, so yeah, it's like you, like yeah. Spotify that you needed to put coins into. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd have, it'd have like 100 uh, um, CDs in there, music CDs in there, and it would have a list of all the songs. You could ch- choose the CD and then it'd have, um, you know, the, the songs on that CD and you'd have to go, okay, I want, put your money in and choose R4 Song 6 or something like that. And, um, and, if, you, and if your and friend you, plays a song that's no good, then you just go over to the PowerPoint at the back and turn it off at the wall. The whole machine oh, turns off. I never and did then you that. turn it back on, one. and then you're like, now we have to choose another song and pay money again. 
No, I never did that one, but I did do, um, or a friend of mine did one where they would um, uh, put their money in, choose a song, because you go into a queue and you have to wait for your song to come in, and then they'll put their money in and choose the exact same song, and then put their money in, choose the exact same song, and they did it five times, the exact same song would play <laughs> on repeat, and so people would That's be like, going, is that song? Didn't we hear, hear the song? That song? Is that just song? Is yeah. that still going? What is that song? Um, anyway. <laughs> That 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 is uh, something that used to be cool. What I heard was uh, this school came up with this idea called Lunchtime Jukebox, okay? And essentially, it was the same uh, sort of theory. And people would come and they could pay a dollar, uh, they would request a song, and then um, th- this school had speakers set up and they had like a little DJ area and they even had tried to create this... Uh, um, structure that looked like a jukebox and that you would go and you would okay oh, here's here's a dollar here's um whatever the, the amount was here's a dollar um my song is uh, simply the best by tina turner and they would write that down and they would try and create like an old jukebox and be like okay here's your here's your and they would like make it so it looked like the the cd was going over to the dj who would like then go okay i'm going to play your cd ah. and then they would just hit play on their mobile phone with their Spotify playlist. Um, and cool. it was a great way to raise money. People got involved. They got to listen to um, all different types of music, things that people wanted to hear. And, um, you know, people would go up and say, no, I want, you know, we want to change the beat. We want to change what's going on. Here's a song. Let's put this one on. And so for people who still did not get uh, our attempted at explanation in an actual jukebox, <laughs> um, and they're like, you've lost me, they could still do the exact same idea. People would make a donation to choose a song, and I've come up with two ideas just while you were describing. We could call it, we could call it DJ On Demand, like, you yep. know, like every Friday is DJ On Demand, or um, when I was really young at school, we would call the first break of the day play lunch. Do, do you know what I mean by that, play lunch? That's just what we called it. It wasn't like the main lunch, it was play lunch. Anyway, uh, if any school does that, you could call it the, you could call it play lunch playlist. That'd be awesome. Like play lunch playlist. No, not yeah, going nice. with No, no, no. Yeah, yeah okay. no, no, no. Cool. It sounds cool, good. Cool. Sounds good. Um, and you don't, you don't actually have to set up a um, speaker and stand. You could play it over the loudspeakers of the school, um, yeah. going through there, and then you just, you know, you're yep. playing it through the whole PA system. Yep. Good. Good idea. Okay, I like it because it doesn't take a lot of equipment. If you do it in the way you described. Um, and it would add some vibrancy to the whole school, and you're not actually like having to make something to sell. You've got the songs already that uh, people can select to play. So that's, that's it. cool. That yep. is cool. Okay, uh, can I jump in with another idea then? Please do. Uh, I'm going to call this for the purpose of discussion blind for a day. Okay. Now I'm not actually talking about the blinds that go down over the windows so that the windows can become dark in daytime. Um, yes. Going to talk about the like um, visibility um, disability that many people would have in terms of being vision impaired, and th- this idea is actually based off super successful fundraising like the World's Greatest Shave or Forty Hour Famine. See, those things work. Yeah. World's Greatest Shave, Forty Hour Famine, because it's about paying some money or fundraising some money to put yourselves in the shoes of the people affected by the condition. Okay, that's why people, they, they like it's shaving your head as if you are undergoing some kind of cancer treatment or it's going without food for 40 hours in the 40-hour famine as if you are someone living in a country where there was famine, okay, no food. So Blind for a Day is about like just thinking of different ways to fundraise for worthy charities. You may uh, look at fundraising to um, pay for guide dogs for people or pay for treatment for those that are vision impaired. 
And so yeah. the whole idea could be, um, we call it blind for a day, it could be we have to do our main classes in the classroom with the lights off so it's much harder to see, okay? Yeah. And, uh, you know, because it's going to be an outside-the-box day, everyone makes a donation to be part of it or they get um, other people they know to give them money that's passed on to the cause. So it's about putting yourselves in the shoes of the people whom you're trying to fundraise for. You get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And people are more likely to uh, get behind that because, you know, you're, you're, as you said, you're experiencing something that uh, people have difficulties doing um, on a daily basis. You did, you did mention there um, raising money for, for guide dogs. I've got, I've got a little backstory um, for you. Uh, me and my family, we, um, we wanted to support Vision Australia. And so uh, as, as part of that, what you can do is you can raise a... Um, a guide dog, a vision impaired dog to help train it and then it goes and, and passes cool. training and then gets given to a, a vision impaired person and it is then accompanies them walking around. And so we, we had this dog, we were, we were training it um, and you've got certain rules and things that you have to uh, abide by and, and that sort of thing. And um, it came time for... <laughs> came time for the dog to go and do its final test to see if it was ready to go and... Um, and uh, help a blind person, and it, it failed. Um, and oh so, no! You raised <laughs> so, a failed dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should take that personally or not, or whether it was just the uh, personality of the dog. But uh, <laughs> um, they weren't knocking on our door again. That's for sure. For for having another dog. <laughs> no, that's it. There's so many charities other than the ones we hear all the time that that people need. Uh, that, that, that need help from people. I was thinking of other ways. If we weren't going to support vision-impaired people, um, we could perhaps do a day where everybody um, like wore some kind of headphones restricting their hearing and we had to try and get through the whole school day without with, with hearing loss. Uh, we could do yeah. no food Friday, maybe not the whole day, but like uh, no, you know, no snacks and treats allowed at school that day. We're going to organize as leaders that everybody just eats basic rice for the day and for those few hours, put themselves in the shoes of, of people who don't have much food at all. Um, or speaking of that, <laughs> that little phrase I use, putting yourself in the shoes, um, you could do a day where from the time people arrive at school to the time they leave again, nobody wears shoes. You take your shoes off, you leave them to the side of the classroom, and like there's a fundraising taking place that day, donations towards buying shoes for needy yeah. people, be they in the local community or the distant community. Now, there's always going to be people who say, oh, hang on, that's not safe. Like, what if something happened that day? That's the challenge. Like, you would have to make sure your activities that day, everything you did and everywhere you walked was planned so that everybody was safe because yeah. that's a situation that many people around the world would face every single day. So you're putting yourself in that person's position by, by taking off their, their, by taking off shoes. So anyway, think outside the box, people. How can you put yourself in someone else's situation and make that your fundraising day? Yeah. I just thought, thought of a, a fun one just to, to add on there. If uh, yeah. you wanted to support people with uh, perhaps um, physical disabilities and you could do it in a fun way, um, you know, is you <laughs> get a partner and, you know, the old three-legged race? And so you yep. you tie your, tie your leg to them, the and whole you got to walk around the yep. whole day. Yeah, three legged yep. round, round mobility round difficulty. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. So we can think of ways where we understand that not everybody has a day, has a day as easy as we do, and uh, and from the experience, perhaps the fundraising will increase. That's what we're saying. 
Imagine being in cool. that uh, three three legged race uh, day, and you're kind of like, oh, I've got to go to math, but your partner's not in your math class. And they're like, uh, yeah, I, I usually have a I usually have a free period. Uh, I guess I'm just sitting in in your math class. <laughs> I was wondering more about the toilet. I'm going to go to the toilet. Well, I suppose I do too. <laughs> okay, on I that note, let's move I on. I guess we're move doing on. that. Okay, I've got another, I've got uh, another idea. Uh, this, good, one, good. Uh, this one comes from a school who uh, had four different houses, and uh, so four coloured teams, and they wanted to raise money, but they wanted to be all-inclusive and be real, um, uh, have like a, a sort of vision of where people can see how much money is coming in at a certain time. And so they decided to have a competition between the houses to see who could build the longest coin line. So they went out to, at their school, they had a basketball court and they said, okay, red house, you've got this line here. Green house, you've got this line. Yellow house, you've got this line. Blue house, you've got this line. And it started out, um, people would come in and they just put like a coin down. The next person put a coin down. They're starting to like progress their coin line yeah but the thing- you don't want to bring $2 coins in for this do you you want to bring a whole handful of 5 and 10 cent pieces so that it just ma- like you can make a massive line well yeah you, well you got to do the math don't you as, as to, to which uh, coin is actually going to get you the furthest distance um, and uh, how, what this school was telling us is that they would start to put their coins down and Blue House would start to run out of coins, people like drying up and they're not going. But then Yellow House was like, tru, 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 kept progressing ahead of them. And so then you could see people in the Blue House go, oh, uh, I don't, mm, no, we don't want to lose by that much. Uh, and you'd see people run off to their, their bags, come back with some more money and put some more money down. Yeah. And so it was a great way to spur on the competition of fundraising, but also you see this competition as it grows um, and and progresses, and people keep wanting to uh, to support the cause and, and put their money down. I've uh, I've seen some schools do something similar. Um, one school did it with like canned food. Okay, so instead of bringing coins, and you bring a like a canned food item, um, yeah. and then you're like making a, a line of, of those that can be donated. Uh, and another version, um, a school did what they called blanket mountain. Okay, now it was about um, bringing in blankets that that were new and clean to be given towards uh, homeless people in the community over winter. Yeah, Yeah, and so each of the four teams that were competing, the houses in the school, had a space to make their mountain. And when you arrived at school that day, you took the blanket and you added it to the mountain. It was like, who could make the biggest mountain of blankets? And it's because it's visual that it looks awesome. And everyone's like, look what we achieved. Rather than just like, oh yeah, I handed it in at the office and I don't know where it goes after that. it looks good and people take um, delight and it, it helps them want to do more good in other situations too. So I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, given that uh, visual awareness of people being, hey, you know, we, we want to do this, we want to bring that in. It doesn't have to be a line, doesn't have to be with coins, as we said. No. You could do squares and fill the square. Yeah. Um, or visual. you could, yeah, perhaps, perhaps you're raising money for uh, something in, in a different country. You could draw an outline of the country and like, okay, You've got this part, you've got that part. Let's see who can fill the most. Good idea. Okay, can I bring us home with a new twist on an old favourite? Yeah. The uh, like everyone's heard of a raffle, right? Like you pay some money, there's ticket, yeah, get there's a ticket. ticket, ticket stubs, and if yours gets called out, you're the lucky person, you're the winner. You might even have a couple of prizes. Well, like raffles have been around forever. Nothing new about that. But uh, there's a good cool way twist. to fundraise. Yeah, Andy, have you ever heard of a, a reverse raffle? That's the idea, the reverse raffle. Uh, 
No. Does that mean okay. the prize yeah. winners, uh, like, you, you don't have to pay for the raffle? They pay you to go in the raffle? They pay you. No, sorry. Okay, go with this way. The um, uh, it, This is not going to work if you want to sell thousands and thousands of tickets, all right? But it would work if you were selling tickets on a particular school day. Um and uh, and you might sell you know uh, less than a hundred tickets or a hundred or two hundred tickets. Anyway, what works is everyone who's bought their ticket for the raffle. Maybe they pay a couple of dollars to be part of it. The the uh, person at the front who has the uh, has the the bucket of tickets. Yeah. They draw out a ticket. The first ticket yeah. out is the first person who's definitely not going to win. And then the second person is the second person who's definitely not going to win. And you knock everybody out. So uh, so it's elimination. It's elimination, and you want to be the last person standing. So let's say you did this, and you were just doing it as a class or a year level. You'd have everybody stand up, and then once your ticket gets called out, you'd sit down, and you'd see who's the last person standing. And they're just quickly drawing them all out. It's funny watching everybody fall all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, like maybe maybe not for primary school. This could be uh, a little scary, but uh, I've seen it for the high schools where. Once you get your ticket, you get a balloon. And the balloon's got your ticket number on it. Like, so you've got balloon number one or balloon number 45 or whatever. And when yours gets drawn out, your number, you've got to pop your balloon. So you're actually hearing all these balloons pop continuously, continuously. But whichever ones are still inflated means that person's still in. And you want to be the last person. So that's why it's the reverse raffle. Big twist. Imagine the chaos with the balloons, like, kind of like, nah, that's that's not mine. I'm not popping my balloon. I like my balloon. I'm not going to do it. And then your friend next to you, that's you. Bang. Yep. That's it. And if someone's like, ah, oh, I'm just going to not pop mine and I'll win the prize at the end. It's pretty obvious because when there's only you and the actual winner left standing at the very end and theirs is the actual one that's the last one out, everybody knows that you are trying to cheat. So anyway, it's foolproof, Andy. It's foolproof. Yeah. Absolutely. No, great idea. Good spin on on an old favorite. And, and the raffle, you know, with prizes, it, it does uh, a great way to fundraise. Cool, okay, well, uh, let's leave this uh, episode there. I reckon we can probably squeeze one more episode out and uh, and give some more ideas for a bit later, hey? So, Andy, thanks for joining me. And all those who have joined us on this episode, I hope you're enjoying the series. We'll come back with some more and put a big, uh, a little bow, a ribbon, to finish off the whole series with some additional strategies with one more episode in this particular fundraising series. Hope you're enjoying the weekly releases of the Student Leadership News Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.